0: What does it mean to connect to your future at Lake Michigan College? They connect you to your future
1: opportunities. They partner with local industries and employers, ensuring their programs align to the needs of the community's workforce. Lake Michigan College can help you get to the future you want. Visit lakemichigancollege.edu. In the WSJM Newsroom, I'm Michael Ardy. A report on the effects of the Palisades' nuclear power plant closure has been presented to the public by the Palisades Economic Recovery Team, held a virtual meeting yesterday to go over the findings. Carmen Wells-Quig with the University of Michigan Economic Growth Institute says the report first looked at the loss of tax revenue for Van Buren County since Palisades was shut down. The
0: Palisades Nuclear Power Plant contributed to around 40% of the total property tax values in Van Buren County in that 2017-2018 period. And then that went down in 2022.
1: Wells-Quig says the hardest hit are covert public schools in the Van Buren County Intermediate School District. Fortunately, she said all the parties had plenty of time to prepare. Suggested mitigation strategies include possibly increased millages, As for the workforce, Wells Quig says there have been some ripple effects with the closure that go beyond just those employed by Palisades.
0: There'll be a number of other organizations, offices, um, employers who will feel the effects of not being able to attract workers really due to this one event. So the less workforce supply from this closure will lead to the less need for employment
1: services. She says recruitment, job search, HR businesses are affected. She says the county must make itself more attractive, not only only to businesses but to workers. One way to do that is to expand broadband availability. As for the environmental concerns raised by the closure, she said, due to the highly regulated nature of the nuclear industry, there have not been issues. The report does not anticipate any for at least 10 years. Now that the report is done, the next phase will be to use the findings to develop mitigation strategies. South Haven Area Emergency Services will hold a pancake breakfast on Sunday at its station at 90 Blue Star Highway. The event will raise money to repair the Firefighter Memorial in downtown South Haven and help pay for the purchase of instructional videos for airway procedures. The memorial was placed at the city's downtown entrance in 2000. It stands eight feet tall, has an 800-pound fire service emblem handcrafted from black granite on the top. The breakfast costs $10 for adults, $5 for kids between 4 and 14, free to anyone three and younger. Cass County has teamed up with Mark Van Buren to complete a detailed map of broadband availability in the county. Mark Van Buren's Sarah Snowink tells us the agency obtained a $100,000 state grant for the county to hire DCS Technologies to do a parcel-by-parcel broadband map They started that this week.
0: DCS Technology actually has teams out driving the road, looking at the physical infrastructure, where wires are up above or below in the ground. They're not digging in anybody's yard, but the staff is trained to be able to look at things from the road and understand.
1: Sewing says current FCC and state maps of broadband availability in Cass County are inaccurate.
0: The reason having an accurate map matters is those FCC maps are how state and federal programs determine which areas are eligible for grant Funding to support internet expansion
1: and which are not. Any county could challenge the FCC map once it has a map of its own, similar to what Berrien County has done. Sowing notes DCS technologies also compiled broadband maps for Van Buren and Berrien counties, meaning there will soon be a regional map for all three. That could increase grant opportunities. Once the mapping is finished, the report will be presented to the Cass County Board of Commissioners. It was a successful Crassel Art Fair on the Bluff this summer. Crassel Art Director, Tammy Faver telling the St. Joseph City Commission last night that the event attracted 172 artists required more than 300 volunteers to put on. The block party that kicked off the event had 750 attendees.
0: And then throughout the weekend for the art fair, which was July 8th through 9th, we saw an attendance of 22,792 people. We did give out 561 free wristbands this year, so that was up from the 145 the previous year, so we think that that messaging went better this year.
1: St. Joseph today helped pass out those wristbands. Barbara added Krasl is pleased to note that the fair has been ranked the 28th best art fair by Sunshine Artist Magazine's annual 200 best art fairs and craft festivals in the country. She added the city provided support from Public Safety and the Department of Public Works to make everything go off without a hitch. Mayor Laura Goose said the fair is a true community event, noting when attendees couldn't pay the $5 entrance fee, they were still allowed to go in. In the WSJM Newsroom, I'm Michael Arning.